and this is Pondering Puton with Ajishio Taro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. Hello! Hello. This is a manga podcast that's dedicated to Eiji Nonaka's manga series, Cromartie High School. And today we are continuing our read-through of Volume 2 with Chapter 32, Radio Gaga. Uh, and I was told that you have uh, something prepared. I have, so I have I a couple just, things I'm, prepared. So I'm going to give I'm you I'm just going to clear. Okay. Do you want to, to tackle emails first before we get any further? Or do you want the surprise? Um, yeah, let's let's tackle emails. Okay. Uh, we will start this out with emails. I'll send these to the, the Puton chat. I took okay. uh, some screenshots. Um, well, we have to, uh, we've got to give emails precedence because we value them so highly. Yeah. So I've sent you the first one. Uh, this comes in from uh, Joao. The, the title of the email is Puton. Um, the text of the email says Hachimitsu boy. Uh, and then there, there's an image here. Uh, uh, I can, I can send like this actual image to you. Let me pull, let me pull this to send over. No, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, uh, here we go. So it's very small. Like the screenshot that you sent is very small. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is better. I feel like every time Jero sends us an image, we need to do like a forensic analysis on it. Yeah. So, okay. I now, have the on, image pulled on up. On Ornate we just watched Black Orpheus. Um, this could be Rio that, I, that I'm seeing, just from the images that I saw in that film as well. Like, the, the cityscape from afar. Um, okay. This could be Rio. So, th- this could be, like, a photo from Zhuo's office or something. Okay. Yeah, let me um, let me enhance enhance this photo really quick. So... Um, we'll leave, we'll, we'll start with the background here. Um, so clearly there's a, there's like a bay of some sort here. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like there's a bridge in the background. Uh, and then we have like a, is this a, a freighter? Would you say? Mm. What type of ship is this? I'm not sure. You might be more enhanced than me. Oh uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really enhanced. Um, um it, it looks I've like zoomed, there's also yeah. some sort of cranes or something, but again, I'm not as enhanced as you are. It's the sh- the ship has the letters M U R, and I'm guessing this is an S. I can't in the X-ray um, option is not enabled on my uh, on my photo software. Yeah. So M U R. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I I also enhanced. Um, M U R shipping. Okay. Um, so this is a, <laughs> so clearly this vessel belongs to M U R shipping, uh, who is a leading provider of maritime logistics and freight services. So it is a freighter. Um, it appears that they transport metals, minerals, agricultural products, and construction materials and specialist cargoes like wind turbine blades and components across six continents. Uh, so, uh, this is an MUR, uh, freighter here. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't quite make out the cargo, although it looks like some sort of, um, it definitely looks like construction materials, like beams or, um, it almost looks like, uh, like the structure for like a cell tower. 
yeah. uh, like components of that. They're just like large metal like cylinders. Um which again, that might be that might be part of the the ship. Um although or it could be the cargo, I'm not sure. Um it also it seems a little small for a freighter, but maybe that's just my yeah, the perspective. Um um, not to detract from this this really riveting freighter discussion, um, right? Yeah. But so if you sort of look to the left of the freighter, uh, there's this this building with this like large white side, um, mm-hmm. and like the left side of the build, like the left part of this this large side, uh, going up fairly high is, is sort of a mural. Um, seems to be there. There's some sort of figure. Uh, with like a, a white sort of halo effect behind the head. Um, and then there's like green and then like maybe like uh, sunrise, like yellow over water yeah. or something above that. There also appears to be the like um, the halo, like iconography. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you already called that out. Yeah. The, the too... sort of white halo behind the head. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the, the sun. Um, but also... Am I seeing this correctly that it looks like this person has been like flayed? Um like the tint of the the figure is that like red tint. Yeah. Um that you would expect. Uh so perhaps this is an image of St. Bartholomew uh who is obviously as we all know um was flayed um was was martyred and and flayed. Um or it could just be, it could be something else entirely. Yeah, just an artistic choice to make it red as well. But yeah, um, but it 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 looks like I can't quite make it out. But it, it it doesn't look it doesn't look like a person with skin. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like they just have like red skin. It looks yeah. like they're they're like the skin has been uh, omitted or like pulled away, showing some of the structures. Uh, like fascia and muscle yeah. underneath. It's kind of hard to tell because it's so small, but yeah. Um, well, keep keep in mind I've enhanced over here. Oh, that's true. Um, there's also like some sort of dress or garment um, that, or maybe it's just skin. I don't know. Um, it does seem like more fabricy though. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. well, that has sort of like a. a uh, collar almost that's then going down to like something that's more wrapped around the chest. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of yeah, a, a quite... very like a creamy off white color. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, the placement of this mural on the uh, building is, is so interesting just cause it like where it stops. It's yeah. such like a distinct strip of space but there's like so much white space left to the right. Uh, of it. Yeah. To the right. Also, the more I look at this building, the more it looks like someone just like Photoshop this building into this. It kind of just lo- has an unreal look about it. Yeah. Um, maybe because of like the, how stark the whiteness stands out. Yeah. I mean, I'll just have to trust you because you have the enhanced image, and I'm I'm just looking at the regular one right now. I do. Yeah, I'm using. Um, I hacked into the um, FBI 
I'm using the, I upload the image to the, well, I probably shouldn't be incriminating myself, but I'm using FBI technology here. Yeah. Uh, all the way to the right. I don't know. I don't, I, I can't really make, there's, make this out. There's like MON and then there's like sort of more abstract characters for the right. Is that, is that right. what you're looking at? Yeah. Exactly. And then there's like uh, trees covering, but there's some characters that almost seem to like within the image that I'm looking at be on top of the leaves rather than you peeking through. And I think it's just mm-hmm. an optical illusion that's happening with the brightness of that white. Um, but it almost does feel like the, the letters are like, uh, or like these sort of symbols are falling off of the building and then like forward over the trees. Yeah. It, it's, it's very fascinating. Um, the other thing that's, we have a lot of this and I think it's just like the condensation on the window. Um, but if you look that like bunch of tree that is obscuring the figures, there's like, yeah. if you move to the left, there's like little wisps of tree, yeah. um, above the like, uh, pane of the window mm-hmm. and those like little wisp wisps of tree, they just look so impressionistic against this like other white building yeah um, uh you can almost like you can kind of imagine the way that you would render this in brush strokes yeah absolutely uh and, and maybe it was yeah. maybe this is uh just a an elaborate oil painting that we've been yeah. sent yeah exactly yeah um joe is just like a master photorealistic <laughs> painter uh, okay, so moving to uh, the, the foreground, we have this uh, sculpture here. I don't know if you have any initial thoughts. Um, there's like a little bit of like a, an impish devil vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems more trickstery than like outright, uh, you know, malicious. I, I think agree. some of this I is just the, the the kind of cartoonishness of like the the ways that the eyes are protruding from the head, um, the sort of large, uh, wide nostril nose, um, mm. and the face is like uh, really pushed up on the head. Like there's no forehead really to speak of. Um, yeah, it looks like a it it does have an uncanny resemblance to Mr. Potato Head. A little bit, yeah. Um, obviously a lot more detailed and, and, uh, artful, but I think I, I'm, I know I'm bringing that like frame of reference in when I'm perceiving this, this yeah. object and it was making it funny to me. Um, we, uh, so this is clearly also a, sort of a, a spike on the chest. Um, and then so like, uh, six teeth, but they're kind of, um, you know, they're they're not like neatly arranged within the mouth, I guess I would say. Yeah. I don't know what to make of this spike. I don't know if this is like a phallic. Yeah. Uh, like denoting, you know, some sort of phallic uh idea. Or if it's supposed to be the chest. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Uh and then you have the like the dotting. Um, mm. all around the like lips, nose, eyes. Um, so just this like dotted pattern, uh, on the, on the lips and nose as well. Um, just kind of all over the face. Uh, and then when you get to the, I guess we'll call it the chest, there's kind of like a neckline, it seems. 
and then like a almost like a collar looks like a collar is being represented because the pattern suddenly changes uh and then you just have this like very dark like filled in area um which i, I guess we're saying is a shirt or like a um or perhaps legs. Some sort of... oh yeah, yeah. You, you perceive legs here well uh, if the if the little spike is not a spike on the chest, but rather uh, a phallus of some sort, then these would be legs. Mm, good point. Uh, and then if you enhance sufficiently, uh, you can see that it's signed by, I guess, the artist. Um, so it looks like Nimu or Mimu Barbudo, uh, 2016. Um, 2018, in, in my enhancement work. We have different. Oh, enhancers, yeah, it but... is. No, you, okay. you're right. No, that um, that like additional stroke there. There's a very like wide. The yeah. top of the eight, like the right half of the top part of the eight, is a very wide, like curving way over, and it's not like the circle's not completed. Um, so I just I didn't even perceive that as an eight, but I think you're right. It is 2018. Yeah. Um. So, uh, maybe, uh, another time we can, I, I did do a quick Google search for, uh, Nimu Barbudo yeah. and I haven't found anything. I don't know if, if you have managed to. Yeah. I'm wondering if what we're perceiving as a, an N or perhaps an M is two letters that are sort of blending together in the image. Um, I suppose, uh, I guess that's possible. Although I don't know what the the letters would be. Yeah. This might be one where we need to, we need Jero to elaborate for us, uh, which he's, you know, so good at, Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know we can rely on that. So, uh, Jero, um, our analysis, I, I think, it fails at this point. We can't go any further. Uh, so we need we need your assistance here. Yeah. Uh, do you um, want the second email? Oh. Uh, not. Do I have it? No, I don't have it, do but you, I want it. Do you, you want it. You want it. Okay. <laughs> I, think this one will, I think this one will be a quicker one. Um, I, I'll go ahead and read this. Uh, so this says, uh, hello, PP crew. Um, I don't like that name. I don't. I don't think I like PP crew. <laughs> it was fine seeing it right now. I don't like saying it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I yeah, <laughs> I it, I don't I don't have words for that. Yeah, right now. Uh, anyway, hello PP crew. My name is Connor, longtime listener, but this is my first time sending an email. I am in a hmm, glass onion situation, and you said you could help me with this conundrum. At this exact moment, I need to choose between three fruit-shaped buttons. On the door leading to the room, there was a portrait of two girls from a movie I have seen but don't remember the name of. It's about two girls who live together. One of them is part of the Sex Pistols cover band, and it has a fair amount of queer baiting. Uh, do you think this is some type of clue? Um, anyway, thanks. Again, uh -huh. Connor here. Bye. Uh, push the, the strawberry button and then report back to us. Yeah, yeah, that's you, you already. So I don't I don't know if I if I said that I can help you in a glass onion situation, I 
I'm bespoke. I can't help you. I uh, can. Push the strawberry yeah. button. Yeah. It, it seems that this scenario is something that you, you may have a particular familiar, familiarity with. Yeah. So I'm going um, to lean on you with that one. Shall we do the surprise now? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, thank you, Jero, for your emails. Uh, thank you, Connor, for your email. It was um, always appreciated. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm getting a little bit of uh, sound on here. Um, I was going to try and figure out how mm-hmm. to tear this open and realize that I actually have a um, pocket knife in here because I use it sometimes if I need to open a beer bottle because it has like a bottle opener in it. Um, okay. And I don't really carry it on my person anymore because this is a very old pocket knife. And so it has my like dead name initials on it. Um, but I'm fine just having it in here. So I'm, I'm opening up a package that I received in the mail uh, yesterday. And I decided to save it for the podcast. Uh, I'm going to open it up. Um, can you take a guess uh, where this package originated, Connor? I have no idea. Okay. Um, I'm looking inside and this is, so uh, this is a, definitely a, a letter in here. There's a letter in here that says Nia on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a little uh, wrapped. It's like a very small envelope made of sprinkles wrapping paper and it has a little bow on it. Mm-hmm. Um, which of these two do you think I should open first? The card um, or the little the little sprinkle thing? Open the the little sprinkle thing. Okay. That's got to be something that highly valuable. Yeah. No one sends a no one sends a small object wrapped unless it's uh, highly yeah. valuable, right? Okay, so I've removed the bow. Um, it's sort of a a white like ribbon um, that has a little bit of like a, a frilled edge. I would say. Mm. Um, I wonder what kind of uh, what the choice of wrapping paper and ribbon says about the person who sent this to you. Yeah. Now, uh, I've opened it up and so there's a little pin in here um, that is a moth, potentially a moth man. Um, there's sort of a... Fascinating. A, a man-like quality to the head. Um, <laughs> just in terms of like the eyes and mouth feel a little bit more human. But this also could just okay. be a way that someone has chosen to um you know portray the moth. I was interested with um for to hear you elaborate on on the manlike qualities of the of the moth. Yeah. So, I'm glad that you you pinpointed the areas. Um so now I will open the the letter which says Nia on it. Um, so this person do, this person does know you. Yeah. Um, oh, this is this is this is really fitting for because we're doing Radio Gaga, uh, you know the chapter Radio Gaga, which is obviously a reference to uh, not Lady Gaga but the Queen song, Radio Gaga. Um, and so this card says "Birthday Queen" and then there's Freddie Mercury on it. Um, wow, that is, that does it does seem very fitting. Yeah. Um, it's really <laughs> fortuitous that you that you decided to open this on yeah while we were recording Puton because um, it's almost like it's related somehow yeah somehow um, there I haven't opened it yet but I flipped it over and it says on the back here that the inside message says Happy Birthday Another Year Bites the Dust which is 
obviously another Queen reference, so that's pretty funny. Um, I'm going to open it up. So it does say that, but there's some additional writing in here. Um, so should, should I at least read what's on the left? I don't know if you want me to read all of this, but I'm going to at least read what's on the left side of this card. I, I leave it I leave it up to you completely. I think this is our like the next piece in our Glass Onion okay. moment. Um, so on the, the left side... It, uh, so it starts with like a, a Y and then there's a lot of A's, uh, and they, they start very small and like close together and then they get like larger and more spread out as it goes down the card. Um, but I think you're supposed to pronounce it. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Bunch of A's. Getting getting uh, larger as you go down, and then S at the end. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then on the other side, so there is the message: "Happy birthday, another year bites the dust." Uh, it says, "Happy birthday to the best friend, podcasting partner, and not a fanatic." Uh, looks like there's some whiteout applied at this point. Um, and, Interesting. Another clue, perhaps. Yeah, and then next to that, in in parentheses, is. <laughs> Seal noise is redacted. <laughs> um, and then, although our friendship hasn't improved my handwriting, it has improved everything else in my life, and I continue to be extremely grateful for everything we share. Thanks for being my friend and letting me uh, be part of your life, love. And I, I, the handwriting is too bad. I can't make out the name here. But mm. that's a that's a shame because I, it would have been yeah. awesome to get another clue. Yeah. Uh, there's wow. clearly this person is a, is a fan of our podcast. Yeah. Hopefully they can make it out of the strawberry room or whatever that they're in right now. Right. Yeah. Um, that's definitely, that's definitely where the, the person who sent this is right now. Yeah. Um, in a, in a strawberry room. Um, but wow, that's, I wonder why you just like received that on this week of all, of all weeks. Yeah. I am actually, just, like, just to be slightly, like, uh, real or serious, uh, I've long had a, a weird, slightly traumatic relationship with my birthday that I'm trying to be more normal about, so, um, I've, like, mentioned on another podcast that my birthday's this week, so, um, don't be weird, so it's public. uh, wishing me happy birthday in the Discord or whatever. Don't be weird about it, but whatever, I'm, I'm trying it out. Um, also happy birthday, Joe. Um, <laughs> did you is know it, that we actually, birthday? we actually share a birthday. Oh, wow. That's not even a joke. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Um, anyway. Yeah. Happy birthday to you, Joe. Thanks for the email. Um, we have plenty of time left. Uh, do we want to talk at all about the chapter? Yeah. We have to do our favorite moments. Yeah. Um, there were two panels that really, really got me, uh, in this chapter, um, which they definitely didn't read like literal seconds before we recorded. Um, mm-hmm. so, so we'd never do that. So one is, uh, it's actually a series of panels where, um, Kamiyama reveals, uh, yes, it came to me when I was in the kitchen one day, honey boy. Um, and, uh, Yamaguchi is overhearing this and you know the the comedy rival that he's had 
Uh, he doesn't know the actual name of it, but has the pen name Honey Boy. Um, and so at the very bottom of this page, you get like the the coffee cup that uh, Yamaguchi was drinking. Smashing out of. on the yeah, smashing. And you get the, like her splash, and you get like the foot um, as the like coffee all flies up. Um, there's like a sort of pleasing way that the coffee, uh, that's like moving upwards into the curse splash, uh, sort of is following the line of the foot that I enjoy. Mm. Um, and then you got like all of the shocked faces, um, uh, of all the other people from distraught high that, that Yamaguchi's been with. Um, and then you flip and you get this like really intense, like taking up half the page panel of, uh, Yamaguchi just like, you know, sort of, uh, flames or like black energy rising up um from like his shoulders uh just like dripping with sweat like head pulled up uh it's just a very great uh illustration uh like intense illustration enormous bulging neck vein yeah um yeah this is one of the best like close-ups we've gotten yeah and then so far if you if you are like me looking at the the manga at this moment and you're staring at you know the the right page here with this giant like half of the page uh panel just sort of like scan your eyes over to like the farthest left and the like uh second to the bottom panel uh and it's just the same character but like registered in just the the funniest way like the drawing is just so comical um like yamaguchi is so tiny like kind of just like pulled up uh like almost looks like a little kid in a suit with or his something. fist balled up yeah <laughs> uh with just like the the big like hair uh the most of this just looks like a like uh comedian costume that he is wearing and you just get the little like flip of him like standing up <laughs> <laughs> and it's like in the in the complete opposite direction. It's also just incredibly funny. Um like a very funny way of drawing this character. So um yeah, we got some like yeah. really good variation uh it, with different comedic effect on how Yamaguchi in particular is being drawn here. Those are some great highlights that you brought out. Um I hadn't when you were talking about the um the coffee cup falling in the reaction it occurred to me that i hadn't really looked closely at the reaction panel with his like four cronies yeah um but the faces in here are just great because they they run the gamut between like just completely dumbfounded um and like truly shocked to like the extreme of nervous intensity like if you look at the guy on the far left yeah He's got that one like bead of sweat, very large bead of sweat. Uh, but his expression is just like he, you can tell this guy's the, the the blood in this guy's veins just went like ice cold. Yeah. He's just like completely uh his nerves are shredded. Uh and then you pit, uh pan over to the guy on the right and his mouth is just like a gape <laughs> in yeah. disbelief. Um, and it seems like he's got really, like sort of scars on his like, uh, you know, chin and like cheek and stuff. That's just like further accentuating how drawn out his face is here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great panel. Um, the thing that I think for me, my favorite parts of this were, they were less about the specific panels, although they're, 
Uh, we have a lot of great ones here. Yeah. Uh, but more just like this chapter really hit home in a lot of ways. Uh, it felt like, I think this is me uh, exaggerating to a degree, uh, but it felt so much like the arc of us recording an episode of Puton. Uh, beginning with like doing something else yeah, and being like, I don't really have time to be doing this. I need to write some jokes uh, for, for Puton to, for the show tonight. Uh, and then like, but not being able to like, you don't go write jokes though. Like you just keep sitting, doing yeah. whatever you're doing. Uh, and then you have like, um, uh, Kamiyama and Hayashida. Uh, this is towards the end of the chapter now. Um, but you know, Kamiyama is also like a comedian or whatever. Um, and he's like revealing to Hayashida that he writes jokes for this, this late night comedy show. Um, yeah. and Hayashida's like, well, um, what kind of jokes, what, like, what, what's, what's your show all about? Like, what kind of jokes do you do? And, uh, Kamiyama's like, well, it'd be pretty embarrassing to just like tell you what the jokes are. So I have to whisper it. Um, which made me feel a lot like instances where I've tried to explain Puton to people who don't listen to it. Um, or where I've like, unfortunately backed myself into a corner and had to explain <laughs> to someone who like, doesn't listen to, to the show. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, after all of that, like angst and, uh, you know, con- uh, conniving and like machinations, uh, the episode is like done and it gets played and then they're just like, wow, that sucked. Uh, I once again forgot to open up the outro document. So we're just going to listen to this while I, 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 uh, just leisurely. Thank you for joining us today. Next time, uh, (laughs) we will be reading chapter 33, right? Did I do you remember to update yes. this? Chapter 33 from volume two. You can find the full schedule at exportodio slash Puton schedule. Uh, if you have questions for us, please send them to ghostservicepod at gmail.com. Uh, you can get early access to episodes of this podcast and many others by becoming a $1 patron of the network at exportodio and listen a week before the public feeds. Or for $5, you get exclusive access to Bob Don Funk, a weekly podcast for Autumn and Or. Roll around and Funko Pop and have to watch something from that media franchise. $5 will also get you exclusive monthly bonus episode of Coffee and Comic Books. You will also get the bonus... Um, five dollar patrons only uh autumn and i going through like a bunch of stairwells movies and doing a bracket um so that's also a fun thing and and worth you know upgrading to five dollars even if it's just for like the month uh still that's that's five more dollars or four or whatever uh for a month so um but also it'd be great if you stuck around if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. Uh, they can find the free feed at exportaudio slash Puton or by searching Pondering Puton on their podcast app of choice. If you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers or by searching Ghost Divers on your podcast app of choice. Uh, we're currently doing Unbladed Orphans. You can find the show at Ponder Puton on Twitter or just at Puton on co-host. You can find me at Nia. At FoxMomNia on Twitter and co-host, where you can check my pinned tweet or my pinned chose to find links to all of my podcasts. Where can people find you, Connor? Y'all can find me at Rabelais on Twitter and co-host. And our opening theme is Ninga Nante by Yoshiro Takaro. And taking us out today is Radio Gaga by Queen. 
Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Google.